misparked or abandoned cars can cause huge disruption for other people, and particularly those with accessibility issues. Auckland and Christchurch are the worst areas for misparked cars. That's based on data from a community app called Snap Send Solve. The app is designed to help people document and report issues, which can then be sent to their local council. Now, Steve Cousins is a wheelchair user in Christchurch. He uses the app, and he joins us now to explain. Hi there, Steve. Hello, how are you? Oh, really good. Thank you for your time today. Can you tell us about some of the parking issues that you encounter that other people might not have thought about? Some of them can be quite major. I've had to come up, find a car, then I've had to back up the street to find a driveway that I can over that isn't too steep or too rough and then I've got to go out on the road to get around the car and then I've got to find another way to get back onto the path again because most a lot of driveways aren't made to, weren't made to allow a wheelchair to get back up so then I've then I've tipped over once over backwards trying to get up a driveway oh, to all, all just to get around this car yeah and, and that's that's because you really have no choice if you're coming along a footpath and there's a car parked in the way you have no choice but to wheel out onto the road that's correct. In fact, in some cases, I've had to go onto a motorway to to um, get round cars that yep. are parked across the footpath. Must be kind and of terrifying. It was kind of like putting your life at risk. I've had trucks tooting their horns at me, and they're not very impressed either. But I was, there's no other way. Yeah. What's yeah. the problem, do you think? I mean, this is not all malicious parking. This is not people saying, hey, stuff the wheelchair uses. This is convenient for me. It's probably more likely... Often just a bit of ignorance, or you know, that's, not right. that's what I think too. But then you do get the ones that do pull across the path in front of you, park, they stare right at you, and they won't shift. So you, so there is a bit of the deliberate stuff going on. Oh, that's that's pretty nasty. Yeah, they stare at you like saying, "Challenge me, go on," and I just say nothing, and I just have to deal with it. But yeah, the, but a lot of it, I think, is just people have been able to get away with it for so long that it's become a habit. Yeah. It, it's um, it's become a, a um, I've always parked here. Um, why should I move for you? And you know, and of course, people are having two or three cars, so they pull up the driveway and then stretch out onto the footpath. So uh, yeah, I think a lot of it's just not thinking. Is this app so, useful for you? hundred percent. It's the best thing that any council has ever done. It's because you don't always know who to contact, so you. You hop on the app and you put it through, and and you know it's going to be sent within minutes to the to the people that need to know about it. Yeah, can you explain how the app works? Well, well, you log into the app. You got to download the app, and then you log into it, and then you choose what the problem is. So it might be footpaths or roads or or bush, you know, trees cross or just whatever it is. You log into that. Well, there's even one for if the shopping carts left um, lying around abandoned and so then you just go in there and you push that then you go in and take a photo so and it takes a gps coordinates of where that photo was taken gosh that's great and then you write down any other information send it in and it's usually sorted within a day the supermarket comes out picks it up or um or they come out and cut trees just whatever it works eh oh best thing ever you don't have to try you don't have to go and hold on a phone line you don't have to try and work out who to contact yeah. It takes away all the frustrations of trying to get out. Yeah.
And I presume councils need to sign up to it, do they? I'm not sure how it well, I thought Christchurch was the only ones that had it. I don't know if any other councils have it. Yeah. Oh, someone someone might be able to tell me um, if they use it in other cities on 2101. That's our text number. But I know what you mean. You don't want to feel like it's your job to spend half a day on the phone on hold trying to find the right person to report it to and who will actually care about what you've got to say, right? It sounds like it's set up to go to the right person. And, I mean, councils have obligations to make their cities safe for everyone, right? Yeah, and the only problem here is that when you report a motor car on a footpath, the council can't. Not this council doesn't seem to be able to do much about it. Yeah, uh, the car just stays there like they can't come out and put a ticket on it. So what do they do? Police are too busy. Yeah. So really, here at the moment, even though it's reported. And they've only encouraged us to report motor vehicles in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. But then they send out a survey, what do we want done about it after we report it? And um, and I'm not sure what the results of that was, but I do know that nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. And the cars will sit there all day and nothing happens to them. And it's not just on footpaths, it's mobility parks as well. People parking them and they say, oh, only be five minutes and an hour later they're still not back. But if they get pulled up by someone in the mall, like a, one of the people that write out tickets to say, oh, it's only five minutes and they've been there an hour. Yeah. And they, but I might be parked right beside them and they say, I'll be out in a minute so I can get the park. But, the, you know, it just doesn't work that way. It's really frustrating because we have no choice. Distance, distance to get somewhere is a major health issue because you're in wheelchairs because your shoulders get um, damaged. You're, yeah. it's, it's not as easy as it looks to get yeah, around yeah. in a wheelchair, and motor vehicles are making it harder. Do you drive? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I also, but I mostly use my mobility scooter. Right. So you would be an expert in how common it is for able-bodied people to use those disabled parks? Yes. No problem at all. And and so, what do you notice? It is a problem? Yes. I had a lady, one day I said to her, I said, you shouldn't be parked there. This is a mobility park. And next thing she started limping, so, oh, oh sore leg, sore leg. And I thought, oh, man, no permit, of course. You've got to have a permit. Right. But it is a major problem. The best place that I've found that sorts it is the Hornby Mall. Uh, they're really on the ball about people parking on mobility parks. You got time, um, yeah. Everywhere else I've been, they don't seem to enforce it. People, if they park on it, well, nothing's going to happen to them. Okay. Um, someone says almost every council has an online app for service requests. Carpety has one where I am, as do most other local authorities. I don't know if it's uh, accessibility specific, though. Uh, Wellington City Council has a great app called Fix It, which is responded to almost immediately in the experience of... Bernie, um, and yeah, Queenstown has it, Auckland has it, Palmerston has it, so yeah, maybe you're right, maybe it is quite um, popular around the country. Hey, have you got time to talk talk to me about your service dog? Uh, yes, she told you, didn't she? My producer, Sally, yes, yeah, she was quite excited to hear about it. <laughs> yes, he's um, he's a bit of a character, he uh, he goes everywhere with me, of course, and he, if, if I was to fall... 
which I do frequently, but if I was to fall and, and knock myself out or, or I got really unwell, his, his job is to either run over and get people to come to me. He'll even grab you by the trousers in front, pull you over. Gosh. Um, or he'll kick up a stink to draw attention. And he'll also, if necessary, he'll push the alarm that I wear around my neck to draw attention. And it sends out a GPS map to 10 people to say I need help and where I am. And uh, and he'll bark at the app. So when it connects with people and they can hear what's going on, he'll be barking at it to let them know that there's a problem and I can't answer. So yeah. it's quite, he's quite good. He's, done it, he's saved me three times there. Yeah, fantastic. And people are probably imagining a uh, golden retriever or a Labrador or maybe a German Shepherd. Uh, no, not for that kind of... Not for this kind of service. Oh, he's a Bichon, actually. And uh, he, um, he's because it needs to be the size because um, he's got to you know, be on the wheelchair and stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah, they're cute dogs. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest thing is, to, is to, to, to ask people not to pat him. They're just going to shoot him there and want to pat him. And I'm oh, going to say, look, yeah. sorry, he's working. Um, you can't distract him. Yes, he would be very... Difficult to resist, I imagine. What's his name? Benny. How long you had him for? Uh, eight and a half years now. Oh, gosh, you two must be quite close then. Yes, we are. Yeah. He's quite anxious if he's not there because he thinks he should be looking after me. I needed to give him another dog to make him play because he was taking life too serious. Because huh. <laughs> he thought he should always be clinging to me. Yeah. And it worked. It worked. <laughs> if only he could tow cars out of my way, that'd be great. <laughs> Steve, yeah. nice to talk to you. Thanks for telling us about your experience with this app. I really appreciate it. Thanks. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.